Hello, everyone. Hi. Merry Hello. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Rachel, it's Christmas. It is. Isn't that crazy? It's, it is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Somehow we made it here. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, if you're tuning in, I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Um, like Rachel said, if you guys are tuning in for the first time, Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. That's right. And today is a special bonus episode of the show where we interview Sophia Janusa, one of the original four Matildas on Broadway. Guys, this is such a great episode. This this episode is coming out to coincide with the release of, of course, the movie musical of the show. We all love Matilda right now on Netflix. Listen, listen to this episode, then go back and, you know, don't pause it here. If you haven't gone and watched it yet, listen to this episode and then go. <laughs> yeah. And then go. And, yeah. and if you haven't already, you should check True. out episode 44 That's of right. Theater Nerds, where we do a deep dive on Matilda. So today can just be um, Matilda Day, especially right. if you don't celebrate Christmas. But even if you do, we could co-opt it with yeah. Matilda Day. Yeah, force your entire family, sit down, say, we're going to listen to two podcast episodes and watch a whole movie. My parents are glad I'm not home with them. <laughs> it's a perfect, it can be a yearly tradition to listen yeah, to this, these it. podcasts. <laughs> well, like I said, we had such a fun time in doing this interview. Maybe you guys will be able to hear, you know, with some Easter eggs when we did this interview. It was quite a while ago, <laughs> but we had such but a fun so time. we're so excited. You know, we are still excited. And we hope you guys enjoy it uh, as much as we had recording it. We okay. also would really, we want to thank Sophia so much for coming on the show. Uh, it was such a, you know, she took time out of her busy schedule to come on the show. And we really appreciate it, Sophia, if you're listening thank to you. this. <laughs> and because this is a special episode, we're taking a week off and coming back with all new episodes starting January 2nd, 2023. And you do not want to miss what we have in store for 2023. That is right. You don't. And, mm-hmm. No, it's going to be great. That's 2023 is the year. It's the year. <laughs> it's the year. As always, to find out more about the Theater Nerd cult, check us out at theaternerdpod.com. Or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Theater Nerd Pod and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. And without further ado... Please enjoy our interview with Sophia Janusa and go watch, seriously, go watch the movie musical now streaming on Netflix. We are here talking about Matilda, the musical, which we all, ugh, we love this show so much. Um, and here with one of the original Matildas on Broadway, Sophia Janusa. Thank you so much for joining Theater Nerds. Oh, We're so thank excited. Thank you for having me. Yes. I'm um, so excited to have you. <laughs> yeah. 
So, of course, we're doing this in conjunction with the movie coming out. Are you, I do, I'm going to ask about that right away. Are you excited for the movie? Like, have you been seeing it, like, pop up on social media and everything and all that? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Um, when, as soon as the trailer came out, now it's kind of been popping up for me everywhere, mm-hmm. um, which is great. It looks really, really good. And I know. I love it does. Thompson. So I just cannot wait. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be really amazing. And I've obviously, like, I've loved the original movie ever since I was mm-hmm. a child. So I can't wait yeah. to see it as a musical on screen. I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. yeah, I think something it looks very different than the 90s film. And that's what is <laughs> exciting about it. At least I think like it's its own thing. It's like very much its yeah. own like movie. It's not like copying anything from that movie. Yeah. So which I guess that's what the musical was too. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll first get into we want to talk about like how you got into theater. Like tell us about yourself. Like what was that journey kind of like for you? Like Tell us all about that. Yeah. So, okay. So I was um, eight when I first auditioned for Matilda, and um, which is a pr- pretty young. I feel like I was like literally in diapers when I was eight. <laughs> but um, I was a very, very um, shy child. Like I didn't really like to sing in front of people. Um, I hadn't been a part of any productions besides um, – I used to love doing ballet. So I was in um, Mm -hmm. the Nutcracker production at um, like a a college near me when I was younger. And that was the only thing I ever did though. Um, And I wasn't as intimidated because no one would have like heard my voice. um, And it was like from so far away. Um, But I saw The Little Mermaid on Broadway Mm -hmm. when I was younger. I think I was maybe, I think I was five. And after I saw that, I told my mom, I was like, I want to do that. And she was like, yeah, sure. Okay. (laughs) And and I have um, a godfather, John Tracy Egan, who was in that production of The Little Mermaid. And he's been Mm -hmm. in a bunch of other things. He's incredible. And um, he texted or emailed my mom when I was then eight. And he said, oh, they're having an open call for the show called Matilda would Sophia want to go in? And she kind of assumed, I think, that I was going to say no, which made sense because, you know, looking back, I I was pretty intimidated of, like, everything. Um, But I said yes, and I went in for the open call, and, um, oh, my gosh, it was so scary. I forgot my lyrics to – I went in with the song Somewhere Over the Rainbow, and I forgot the entire (laughs) thing. Um, but I guess it went well. So there you yeah. go. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And then it was a series of like 12 callbacks. It was a very long audition. Process. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It went on for months, honestly. I think I auditioned mm. in like end of May or June. And then I found out I got it on Halloween. So it was. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was a long process. And then by that time, I had just turned nine when I got it. So, yeah, that was kind of how I got into it. I just went to an open call and uh, hoped for the best. <laughs> so you hadn't done any wild. theater. I know that is so you hadn't done any theater before that. Besides uh, no, ballet. That was, Besides yeah, ballet. That was, yeah. That was my first ever audition. That is so that crazy. That is mind blowing. <laughs> That's mind blowing. But also like maybe it was somewhat helpful because you didn't know 
Yeah. Like how scared to be. You were already scared mm-hmm. enough as a kid going into yeah. a room full of adults and yeah. all that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, I've always kind of said I, I'm so grateful I didn't really know anything walking into it because I think if someone described to me even like, oh, Sophia, you're going to walk into a room with only adults and there's going to mm-hmm. be like 10 of them and they're just going to be staring at you. I'd be like, ah, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but is that what it was like? It it literally was that like you walked in and there was like 10 people there and you just like sang somewhere over the rainbow and then, <laughs> and then left. <laughs> yeah. I mean, kind of, I mean, I walked in and it was, I don't know, there was maybe like seven people sitting down at a table, just kind mm-hmm. of facing you when you walk in, which is honestly really terrifying. And it still mm-hmm. is to be fair, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like it's, uh, you know, it's not like I'm never nervous anymore, but, and then, you know, there was someone sitting at the piano and then I gave them the sheet music and they started to play it for me and I had to stop them. And I was like, this is too high. I, I, I can't sing this. Can you transpose this or whatever? And, and the piano player was like, no, I can't do that. And then the casting director was like, yeah. oh, just sing it a cappella. And I was like, well, what's that? Um, mm-hmm. So I had like no knowledge of mm-hmm. of anything, and then I to make it even better, I forgot all the lyrics. I had to mm-hmm. ask them every single line, "What's the lyric?" So I would sing a line, they would tell me a line, and then I would sing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm glad I didn't know anything walking in there. <laughs> I think it was better that way for sure. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Also, just I'm... like how brave you had to be as a kid yeah. to, to be able to do that, and then when you found out you were going to be called back for the many amount of times that you were even just that first time being like yeah I'm gonna do that I'm gonna put myself through that again yeah I think I just didn't really care about anything as a kid or not that I didn't care but I didn't I mean it didn't really cross my mind that those people were even really like watching me on such a close level and judging me I Mm -hmm. I was just having fun you know because I didn't (laughs) really think that anything would end up happening did you realize like the scope of it like of the show or anything like that just like like you would be like the title of the show if you did get it like that's kind of (laughs) crazy i think um well i had read the book in in school and i'd watched Mm -hmm. the movie of course when i was younger so i knew the story pretty well but even when i was like going in for matilda i didn't really think any i i just i didn't get anything Mm -hmm. i i really didn't understand how broad the scope of the show was or that I would have really had um, as much to do with it. Obviously, like, I didn't have a script or anything, so I didn't know that she was going to be in the whole show. I mean, I, I I didn't really have anything. I was just kind of, my thought was, like, it's it's a it's a musical. And, <laughs> and it'll be, and if I got it, it would be fun. And, um, yeah, so I, I really didn't understand how big it was. And then I think I started to get it more as we went, you know, farther along in the process. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely not until later. Wow, that's, that's so crazy. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. From what I know about Matilda, it was like a big hit in the West End. Like it did very well over there. Yeah. And then of course, shows coming from the West End to Broadway, like it doesn't happen all the time, but it does, you know, it happens. It's been happening, you know, over the past 15-20 years more often. But was was it like we're just doing the West End because I, I Rachel has actually seen. You, did you see it on Broadway, Rachel? You did, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I have actually never had the chance to see it live, which I hope to someday. But um, 
was it like we're just doing this West End production? Did you guys add stuff or what? What was that like? Was it like a real big creative process in the room or was it just like we're just doing the show that was done in the West End? Um, it was definitely a really creative process. They c- tried to actually keep it very separate from the West End. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because all of the creative members were the same, they had all come mm-hmm. from the West End to mm-hmm. then teach the show to us. But when we were learning the music, when we were learning the dances, and when we were learning the script, they said, you cannot listen to the West End performances oh. at all. Wow. Yeah. So I like never listened to the West End recording until I was like done with the show. Um, wow. There were a lot of little like nuanced differences in music specifically. And then definitely some differences in the script um, and accent wise, you know, since everyone had to have a British accent, they didn't want us to get confused hearing um their british accent the british accents that they did in the west end because mm-hmm. everyone was also a little bit different because they didn't really have to like as far as i know they didn't you know it's not like they had to like learn an entirely new like dialect like like we did so in order to have us um not get confused we didn't listen to their cast recording and we didn't watch like anything of theirs um mm-hmm. so they tried to keep it pretty separate because there were definitely a lot of little differences i mean they even changed some of the words in the script because they thought that like um people in in the u.s like when we watched it like an american audience wouldn't understand some of the like british words used and that they thought it mm-hmm. would be like unclear for them to then get the story so there was mm-hmm. a lot of things that they did change. Not maybe not necessarily like really big things or really really significant things, but they changed so many little things that I think it would have been just too confusing to um really look at the West End in depth. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cool. And you had you know Bertie Carvel and Lauren Ward coming from the West End production. So I wonder if even that was difficult for them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to like, oh, wait, this is going to be a different process. I mean, I'm sure it was fun, too, but also like, oh, I did this one thing here, but now I have to totally do something different a little bit. Yeah. 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 I can't I can't imagine what that was like either, because once again, I don't really know what they did in the, mm-hmm. in the West End, but yeah. um, I'm sure there were just probably a lot of tiny little differences. I think it was mostly with like the material for the children, mm-hmm. but Got um, yeah, yeah, I think so. That's awesome. I wanted to see maybe there are other things you want to share about like the actual process yeah. of performing um, or, you know, of maybe even talking us through like, okay, so you went through all of those callbacks and you got the part and what happened then? Yeah. Yeah. So um, we had three months of rehearsal in total, um, which is kind of a lot. Really? Sh- yeah. It's like it feels it's been- really short when you're eight, though. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels really short, and it sometimes sounds really short. But I think because um, I completely uh, stopped going to school. Um, mm. Not that I like you know dropped out, but you know we were <laughs> we were you know in order to like legally perform in the show, we had to have tutors and we had to like keep a certain grade. So they were very strict with school. Yeah. So but because I didn't like technically go to school in person anymore, it felt like so much of my time was spent there because it was also traveling into the city every single day. Mm. Um, so yeah, hours wise, it just felt like so much, but not even in a bad way. I was so happy to like ha- kind of have something to do with my time. Um, but yeah, so once I got it, um, my, the first thing that they actually had us learn was there's like a couple lines of Russian 
in the show, like in the last scene. And um, that was the first thing they ever had us learn. And that was when I met the other girls. I mean, I'd met them before in the audition process because they often had us come in in groups together. But Mm -hmm. I didn't really know who got it until we really met for like the first rehearsal. And um, yeah, so that was the first thing we learned. It was those three lines of Russian. (laughs) And then they started teaching us the uh, dialect and all the different like consonants and vowels and how to sound things out. And they did that before we ever met any of the other kids or any of the other Mm. adults um, before we even got the script. They just tried to, they gave us a dialect coach and we spent Mm -hmm. a couple of um, intensive weeks trying to like really, really nail the accent. And then, you know, you could kind of perfect it in rehearsal, but they wanted us to go into it not speaking in like an American accent. So, um, did you do a British accent in the audition process too? Like, did you just do your own? I, I think they asked maybe like once or twice to Mm -hmm. hear, um, what it would sound like when we were singing. Um, but like they, it was very like slight. I really don't remember, um, I don't really remember them giving me lots of lines, honestly. Mm -hmm. It was definitely, they gave us a lot of music material in the auditions. Um, And it's kind of interesting, actually. The audition process wasn't even entirely um, unbelievably material heavy. There were a lot of like workshops that they had us do where they would see how we would interact with each other in a group. Or we would do Mm -hmm. like an improv scenario. There was like this one audition where um the director matthew warchus made us throw chairs at a wall and scream and um (laughs) and you know that yeah that wasn't in the show obviously but um yeah what a fun day though i know right that's my new therapy session yes that's what i was gonna say rachel form of catharsis guys yeah yeah (laughs) but i mean yeah it was a lot of things like that so i don't i don't think um i think they were just really trying to get a sense of character because one thing they also asked for in the audition process was they they kind of wanted somebody who wasn't very very well trained and that's why i was allowed to go to the open calls because they were also asking for people who had no experience Hmm. um so, yeah, I didn't really do a British accent in the audition process, at least not to where I significantly remember doing it. Yeah. Um, it was really during the rehearsal process right before we met with everybody that we like intensively learned that all kind of like separately and then came together mm-hmm. with that knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after those two months of regular rehearsal, we had one month of tech, which was that's a lot yeah Yeah. oh i'm sure oh my gosh yeah but i mean it was it was such a huge cast there were 16 kids not and then forget about there was a huge adult ensemble and then you know the other adults i mean it was just such a such a big amount of people working well and the set too like there's so much to the set yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so So much tech yeah. yeah, it took it took a long time. And then, you know, because they wanted to run it with all four of us multiple times. So, you know, mm. that takes a lot longer. Oh, yeah. So um, I'm so I feel so bad that everyone had to like sit through that multiple times. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, it was a month of tech, which was a lot. Mm. So, yeah. And then we got into previews and opening night. What is um, your talk about? Tell us like the relationship with the other girls. Like, I'm sure you guys like 
formed such a bond like this is like the only like only you guys can kind of have this experience and like especially now like looking back like they probably understand things more than other people do because they're the only ones that lived it so yeah no I mean for sure I I, de- I still talk to the girls from time to time um it's just hard because we're all in different places um yeah. mm-hmm. and uh yeah, but I mean, there, there's always such a level of understanding that's just truly unmatched, and um, that is so special between the four of us. I mean, I had such an amazing time with those girls. They were like really, truly like some of my first friends that I've really ever made, um, and so I'm so grateful for that. Um, and we had a great time together. We really did. I think at first I was a little nervous because all of them had been in productions before and I Mm -hmm. hadn't Mm -hmm. and I was kind of nervous there would maybe be like competition or that like I wouldn't be good enough compared to them and I never felt like that once they never made me feel like that in fact I learned so much from them and they were so kind Mm -hmm. and gracious throughout the process they're all unbelievable women and I I think that they're so special as well so yeah there's definitely a great great bond and it's really funny um, it's pretty rare now that all four of us are in the same place at the same time. Mm-hmm. But uh, when it does happen, it's pretty funny. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah. pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool to see where everyone has got, like Millie and and like all the stuff she's been doing and, and cool yeah. to see ev- where everyone has gone like since that. It's always fun to see yeah. like where people go after they, you know, grow yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I love seeing what people are up to and what they're doing now. I think it's so awesome because I just like, I love seeing people branch out. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I really enjoy like kind of keeping tabs on everyone. Yeah. Well, talk about Hereditary being completely different than Matilda. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> direction for sure (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's branching out that's branching out for sure a range a range of things we love a range we love a range (laughs) (laughs) so i mean taylor and i have talked about how so part of what we do here at theater nerds is we do tony rewinds where we watch Tony Awards or or at least look at the who won um, and then we decide, you know, in our amazing opinion, if that <laughs> feels right or not. <laughs> nice. But we haven't we haven't done the 2013 Tony Awards. Um, but I, but we did I watch say, it. I remember watching it. Like I legitimately yes, but remember. I, was gonna yeah. say, I, yeah. I think I actually think we watched it together. Taylor. And yeah, I did. we probably did live. Yeah. We've known yeah. each other a long time, like since eighth grade. So oh, a very long yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's we actually met oh in theater. We did. We, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shut up. That's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. So, yeah. So, you know, we, we, talk all about the Tony Awards, but one of the, probably the most iconic parts of the 2013 Tony Awards, especially for us, because we were, we were still kids. We were still in high school, right, Taylor? Mm -hmm. Uh, At this time in 2013. And so um, was the, you know, was Matilda winning, you know, all four of you all winning in a Tony Award. Um, And so we'd love to talk about just what that experience was like, what it was like to be at the Tony Awards, what did you know at that point you had been performing the show for how long and, and kind of what was that like for you? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we had, we hadn't really been open for that long. We had previews and opening in April and then, mm-hmm. you know, the Tonys were pretty soon after that. So we hadn't been even open for like, you know, uh, like I guess that 
long of a time. It's pretty short. It felt pretty short to me. I, it felt like things moved quickly. But um, I I heard sometimes like creatives being like, Tony season is coming up. And I was like, well, what is that? You know, like I. Who's <laughs> Tony? Again, yeah. <laughs> I was like, who is this Tony? Season. Yeah. Who is this Tony you speak of? But um, I, I knew that um, we started rehearsing for um, the individual performance um, on the Tony Awards um, as a group. You guys did a medley, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We did. We did a yeah. medley. And, um, and then the Matildas separately rehearsed the opening number. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, you guys but, came in, you guys came in out of like the giant Tony. Yeah. Oh, I God, remember. It was so yeah. tiny in there. I was down there for like literally a few hours. Yeah. Oh and I had to go to the bathroom so bad. It was no. I think, was it, was, did Neil host that? That was Neil Patrick yeah. Harris, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, but, um, no, so, I mean, we started rehearsing for it and then, um, my mom really attempted to kind of explain to me what the Tonys were. Um, and after she kind of explained it to me in more simple terms, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and then I kind of got it and, um, I'd never really been like that, that good at anything before. And like in elementary school, I used to get like bullied a lot. I didn't do any sports. I didn't really like have a thing. So when I found out that we were going to be specifically the the other three girls and I were going to be winning a Tony, I was just so happy that I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm good enough at something. And it was, to me, it was just like a, like a first trophy. Um, mm. And I was so, so grateful for it. I didn't, I don't think I understood like the magnitude of um, what it meant in terms of theater, but it still meant so, so much to me. Mm-hmm. I think I was just a little bit too young to get it because I was still nine. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I still didn't really understand a lot, but um, it was so fun. And it was really, there was such a special like energy between everybody. We all, I mean, every show is different, but even performing at the Tonys, uh, there was such a different energy and people were just a little like extra excited and like kind of like bouncing on the walls and it was mm-hmm. really cool. So yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's, it's such a different experience looking back on it too, but like living it, you're just probably like, Oh my gosh, what's happening. I'm being moved. To, I'm in a giant Tony award. What's going on. And then <laughs> and yeah. now you're like, Oh yeah, that did happen. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> how do I how do I process this in therapy now? No, I'm just kidding. I know. Yeah, um, <laughs> oh, well, yeah you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking, you know, about your time on Broadway, whether it's like about the experience auditioning or the rehearsal process or actually being on Broadway or being at the Tony Awards. Um, do you have any not advice, but like anything that you would like to tell younger kids? who might be interested in Broadway or interested in musical theater or even just people who are interested in that because your experience of saying, you know, seeing a show and then auditioning for the next one at an open call is, is really exciting and maybe not that unique, but it's, it's really awesome to, to hear about um, a success story of, of someone going to an open call for the first time and, and getting uh, a role. So we'd love to hear if you have anything you want to share or tell about that. Yeah, I mean, once again, I, I, it's like after I have that one experience, it's kind of impossible to be that naive 
uh, ever again. And I mean naive in like a good way. I I, I was grateful to not have um, any prior knowledge of everything because everything was so like wondrous and beautiful and exciting and great. Um, but I would say so so much of what I loved about the show was the people. Um, mm. And, you know, not that I didn't actually love the show because I really did, but it made it so mm. special being in such an environment where everyone was so accepting and respectful of each other. Um, mm. And so I, I would say, you know, just don't like, well, yes, take yourself seriously, of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't take yourself too seriously to where, you know, you get in your head about, what you're like compared to others who you're working with. Cause I just think that it gets in the way of you even being as good as you want to be. It's like, you know, some people might think, Oh, if I focus on myself more then I'll be able to have a better performance. But I think if you kind of think too much about it, it really psychs you out. Um, mm. I definitely psych myself out all the time still for sure. But I, I would just say, yeah, I, I kind of try and just push away like uh, intrusive thoughts that are that are like, ah, you're not good enough or, ah, you know, you, you don't, you don't, you can't do it like that. But mm. I think, I think it was so great um, having that as a first experience because I didn't get the gravity of um, how competitive uh, it was going to be after that and mm. um, what it would be like. So I'm happy I was able to enjoy an experience just because I truly loved it. Um, and then I kind of would just say, take that with you wherever you go is try not to think too much about things because it's beautiful to accept things as, you know, kind of the way they are. And then, um, obviously trying to just, yeah, not take it too seriously. I'd say. Hmm. I love, I that. love that advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love that. Uh, that's so great. Yeah. I'm sure it was helpful to like. I, I assume your parents like aren't in like show business or anything. I don't know if that, yeah. So I'm sure that was also kind of helpful, like to not have like an, an understanding of kind of what the business looked like to, like there was no, there really was no pressure. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I mean, my parents are great. They always said to me, you know, if you don't want to do this, you don't do it. There was never any pressure from them, which I'm so grateful about. I, I don't, I yeah. didn't have, I didn't have a stage mom and stage dad. Um, <laughs> That's or, what I was trying to say, but you yeah. know, you said it. so yeah. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Or, you know, I, I, I did it, but in the most positive way possible. So, right. um, right. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was really nice um, having, yeah, my parents were so great throughout it all. They were so patient with me and, you know, cause because I was nine too, I needed them to take me everywhere and I, I couldn't go anywhere alone. Mm -hmm. We had chaperones and we had guardians, but you know, who's going to take you there and who's going to transport you into the city. It's your parents. So right. yeah, I can't believe still looking back how much time they like sacrificed for me. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'll mm -hmm. never forget that they are incredibly accepting and encouraging, but never putting too much pressure, which I really, really appreciate even still to this day. Yeah. Yeah, I remember watching the Jonas Brothers documentary and they were talking because they used to they're from New Jersey and they used to travel into the city to yeah. do theater when they were little. And they just talked about how many hours they just like drove back and forth oh, all the time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, it, it adds up like it yeah. really adds up. I've probably spent I, I don't I don't even know how many hours over the years <laughs> just going back and forth and back and forth. So, yeah. Yeah. Props to them, honestly. You yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. also when you're doing the show, too, like every day you're going. Yeah. Probably, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 Man. 
as far as like prefer- do you have any like fun stories about performing the show or like any mishaps you remember or like things like that like we <laughs> love stories like that <laughs> oh my god yeah i i mean definitely mishaps um, <laughs> on my, on my as a part. nine-year-old <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it has to be. It's live theater. That's the point. I know. (laughs) Um, No, I mean, there was this. There was this one time where this this one wasn't. I don't think it was my fault. I don't know, but (laughs) I don't. I don't think so. I don't think there's like anything I could have done to stop this. But I was. Mm. um, I was in the middle of singing the song "Naughty," and it's like um, Matilda's moment where she's trying to kind of put hair dye in her father's products, and she's trying to be Mm. all sneaky and um, because all of the stage and all of the set pieces are mostly made from wood. There's a lot of um, sets that um, fold up out of the stage. So like it'll kind of raise Mm -hmm. and like platforms will raise, walls will kind of raise from the stage and things will kind of just come out of nowhere. And Mm -hmm. so you really have to like know your spacing or else (laughs) you're going to get hurt. And so there was this one time where I was singing the song and there's a whole bedroom set and it's huge and it's like all wooden and you know it's like all on wheels so it rolls forward and back in order to get on and off the stage and it rolls back at a certain time so that another wall can come up out of the bottom of the stage and I'm singing and I noticed that like the bedroom is not moving back and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And But I'm like, you know, I'm singing and I'm alone on stage. So I'm like, just keep going. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my God. And I, like, hear, like, a crash. And I look up and the wooden wall is, like, still coming up out of the stage. But it's, like, cracking under the bed, the bedroom set. <gasps> oh, so it's no. like, since everything's made out of wood, you know, they're splinters. So it's like... And I was like, oh, my God. And I heard, like, some people in the audience go, like, oh. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Also, (laughs) the part that I was at, my back is to that. I'm, like, right at the front of the stage. And my back is to that. So I'm like, do I move? Where do I go? And uh, (laughs) I was like, I'm just going to keep going. Oh, my goodness. Finally, they were like we're going to stop the show. And (laughs) I was like, yeah. (laughs) And I, like, ran (laughs) <laughs> and my mom was in the audience and she was like texting people she's like is she okay <laughs> like, um and it was fine but um yeah, that's so crazy your mom happened to be there like <laughs> yeah because she really didn't see the show a lot because i mean it's expensive so um mm-hmm. yeah it was kind of yeah. funny that she was there that time i thought it was hilarious i mean now looking back of course but um i bet for her it was probably terrifying to see her, her child um up there <laughs> like mm. but um yeah no that was a pretty big that was a pretty big mishap um but it was yeah you just have to keep going sometimes you know yeah, <laughs> so yeah. there was that yeah. and then I think it was like even the same show where right after that I had a scene where it's there's these like acrobat stories that Matilda tells and they they end up yeah being about Miss Honey but she doesn't know mm-hmm. that yet and during the first one I think I was so like thrown off by everything that out of nowhere I'm speaking I'm speaking I'm speaking then just everything just went out of my head and I oh, like stopped no. speaking and it was like uh uh <laughs> and 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 thank God this this woman Karen this beautiful woman Karen she was she was playing the librarian and she helped me she was like did she have a scarf was she doing tricks and I was like <laughs> yes yes she was and so 
Um, oh my <laughs> goodness. She, yeah. yeah, she saved me there. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I definitely, I had my moments for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Things that yeah. wake you up in the yeah. middle of the night still, probably. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, sometimes, you know. No. <laughs> did you, uh, oh, how many gosh. times a week did you play, play in the show? So I had um, two shows a week. And then I also had two shows where I had to be there on standby in case, mm-hmm. you know, like one girl uh, got hurt. So we were all kind of each other's standbys. It always rotated so that it was like equal and that no one was above anyone else, which I also really, really appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was very nice the way they did that. But um, yeah, so we all had two shows and then we had two shows that we would be standbys for. So mm-hmm. I was there for sure four times a week out of the eight shows. And then, you know, I also still though went in more than that to do extra rehearsals and extra. So I was still in there a lot, but I only technically performed twice a week. And then, you know, sometimes I would do an extra show if a girl was sick or if someone was injured, but yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's crazy. Still a lot though for a nine year old. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I just keep yeah. thinking every time you say nine, I'm like, that's so like, yeah, that's crazy. That's so young. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. To be fair, I don't, I don't know how I right. had energy to do that, <laughs> but I'm glad I. Did. You were just doing it. You were like, this is yeah. what we're doing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we probably could have done it when we were nine, Rachel. So yeah, that's true. I think you could have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, now as an adult, I'm like, how do people do eight shows a week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I, know. I never understood it either. And then like a year or two after that, I finally got what it was like to do eight shows a week. Um, Mm. And I I got another show, which was Dr. Zhivago. And I did Mm -hmm. that. Um, And then I was like, oh my God, this is really hard. And I was like barely in it, you know, like I was like, (laughs) and, and so, and I still thought it was hard. So yeah, Mm. I can't, I can't imagine what it's really like to truly, to truly do that eight times a week. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, and we've been seeing a lot of tours recently, and even tour life, I'm sure, is like so difficult. I I can't every time I see one, I'm like, I just can't even fathom it. I just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because then it's like they just pack up and keep going. Like that's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. Well, and especially with all the COVID stuff too now. Like, oh my god! I yeah. just I'm sure you just don't see anyone. Like, who do you? I don't know. No, I mean it's probably like it's probably exhausting too to try and like keep up with the protocols, but also to like try and you know like relax and have downtime. Like, yeah, I I don't yeah. I can't imagine what it's like in modern times. I guess to tour. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. seems really difficult. Yeah. That kind of leads into my question, I guess, Go kind ahead. of my next question. Which is really, um, you know, we, Taylor and I are, you know, we started doing things as, as children on the stage or as teenagers on the stage, um, and obviously not on Broadway, but <laughs> we then transitioned, you know, to, we, you wish. Know, we, went to college. <laughs> we literally multiple times. I remember telling my parents yeah. they were going to homeschool me so that I could audition for Annie. I've said yeah. it multiple times to them. It never happened. <laughs> And Rachel yeah. so wishes but she yeah. was Annie secretly. Like, that's her dream I wish. still, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or Pepper, either way, yeah. anyone, yeah. please. Yeah. Listen, I don't blame um, you. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, kids on stage, there's something about it. Um, yeah. But, you know, we, we, we did things on stage, and now we're, you know, we love theater still, but we're mostly patrons. We're mostly audience members, which we think, you know, obviously is a big part of why live theater works. And we really learned that in the pandemic, that it's really hard to have theater without some kind of interaction with an audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when, when you think about, 
Yeah. I know. <laughs> There's only so much Ratatouille were... the musical can go. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so only far. Yeah. Yeah. So much. <laughs> yeah. It's true. But when you think about like your own experience, you know, going from Broadway and even your two experiences doing that um, or more, what does it look like now that you're also focusing on, you know, you're in college, so you're doing other things. So what does it look like to be someone who loves theater, who was on the stage, and maybe now you're doing some of that? Um, yeah, just talk us through what that feels like or what that looks like. Yeah, I mean, I definitely go through points now where I feel very, very disconnected from theater because also I, since I go to school in Boston, I'm not, I'm not in New York. I don't have um, really as many like opportunities to go and see shows. So especially mm. when you're not even like seeing anything. I feel a lot more disconnected from it. And also just because like, even even if I really didn't see shows at home, which like I, I really didn't as much as I wanted to, I still feel disconnected even just like not being in the state of New York. Like it's, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's a very different vibe. Um, but I mean, I going to a liberal arts school, I feel more connected to theater for sure. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've seen, like, some productions here, and they're, like, incredible. People are really, really talented here. And sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, like, I'd, I'd really love to, like, get back on, on stage again. Um, but it's a little bit harder here because there's more restrictions if you're, like, not a musical theater major, but um, which I'm mm. not. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely, like, love being an audience member so much sometimes more than I think I would enjoy being on stage for live theater once again I guess it depends on you know what show you're watching but like I really really love being an audience member I it's Mm. like I realize sitting there I'm like oh my god I'm so entertained right now you know like (laughs) (laughs) and I'm having like such a good time it's some it's just so different than you know watching like a tv show or Mm -hmm. you know like a movie which I also love of course but it's like it almost feels like you're part of the show being in, in, in the audience. Cause it's like, even if they're not interacting with you directly, it's like, they're doing this for you. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's so special. And so when I do go and see a show that like, kind of like, there's almost like an adrenaline rush being a part of the audience. And then that lasts for so long. And I feel connected to theater again. Um, but I mean, it's very easy for me to feel like I'm, out of the loop. I mean, and especially because of, of COVID and things shutting down and, mm-hmm. you know, then of course not seeing things more than I would in the first place, which wasn't even really a lot. But um, yeah, I I do really appreciate though um, how many productions they do here. I definitely feel closer to theater at this school, um, which is really, really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We love being an audience member, and yes. we <laughs> whenever we can afford it, we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we love. Yeah. It. I mean, there. It, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. We just love it. We, yeah. We know. Also, you know, I live for the the moments where I get to see mishaps that are not harmful for mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. people, because I think yeah. that's part of what live theater is, and part of what makes theater so different is the fact that we get to react on stage and off stage to things Mm -hmm. that are happening in real time as a community and like that shapes what even is happening and what ends up being a part of the story and i i love that part so yeah i'm biased you know (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) do you have like 
like a top like one two three favorite or like shows you've seen like do you have favorite shows of yours please tell us we would love to hear yes um or not seen you don't you could just listen to them too (laughs) okay um i mean i really really loved the lion king when i saw it i mean yes i was just like oh my god these are people playing animals and they're doing it so well i oh my gosh i really 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 Mm -hmm. loved lion king Um, coming up on their 25th anniversary which is crazy on broadway like crazy i know Um, but I completely see why it's it's still there and people are going to see it because it's so incredible and it's so mm. like different and special. So yeah, definitely Lion King. Um, I really, really loved Wicked. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> I saw it quite a few times when I was younger, and then mm-hmm. um, I just took my roommate to see her first Broadway show last year, and uh, I took her to see Wicked. Oh, um, so and special. I'm so glad I did. Yeah, yeah. It was so it was so great. I mean, I love that show so much because I'm a huge Wizard of Oz fan, mm. um, and so seeing Somewhere Over the Rainbow, there, your audition song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there it yeah. is. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, well, that's like. I'm as a child and even now I'm obsessed with Judy Garland. So mm. yeah, that was I think always- Sophia, I think this is the time to tell you that I played the Tin Man in the Wizard of Oz <gasps> in high school. <laughs> no. So this is like, yeah, this is, I feel oh, like we're connected oh forever. No, I'm just yes. <laughs> and no, no, no. And now I'm, I'm even bigger of a fan of you. Yeah. So, like- Rachel was also in that show. Rachel was uh, in, in oh, ensemble on that show. So yeah. Oh, and yeah. So yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Oh my God. I could go on and on, but I won't. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, that's amazing. So, I mean, but since Wicked is so like connected to that, um, I was mm. so obsessed with it when I was younger. Um, so definitely Wicked. And I haven't seen it yet, but oh my God, am I dying to see MJ the musical? Yeah. Um, mm. I want to see it so bad. Mm-hmm. I, when I was younger, I was like the biggest Michael Jackson fan ever. Um, and I still listen to his music all the time, but it's, it's like, and I saw their performance at the Tonys and I was like, mm-hmm. Oh my God. Um, I was like yeah. really, really blown away. And I was like, this is like literally like five minutes. This is nothing. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I was so impressed by that. So, um, I'm, I'm really dying to see MJ the musical. Love um, that. yeah. If I can like ever get tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. I think you can watch the opening number, right? Isn't then they film the opening number Mm -hmm. on YouTube, so so. you can go and watch that. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, (laughs) on repeat. We'll put it in the show notes for our listeners, but yeah, on repeat forever. Also, we talk about all the time on the show. Like, will we be like fifty when the Wicked movie comes out? Who knows? Literally, it's been in production, like, like it's been in talks yeah. for 18 years. That's yeah. so long. I know. Who knows? Will we, yeah, will we yeah. ever see it? Who knows? It's a Who knows? Process. We'll see. Yeah. Get back to us, everyone. I mean, I'd love to. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I'd really love to see it at some point. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. You know, Me too. If it doesn't happen, yeah, then I'll. Act one and act two. The two yeah. parts. So. <laughs> <laughs> The longest intermission ever is going to be in our marketing tagline. Oh my gosh. So funny. Um, so we also, to end uh, end this here, we also do this thing on the show called Character of the Week. But we do this thing where we, like, basically pick a character, a theater character of, like, wh- how we're feeling, the vibes this week. Like, what are our vibes? So what about you? Like, this week, do you have any character you can think of, like, that you're mm-hmm. feeling this week? That's a good question. <laughs> um, <laughs> how do I decide? I mean, I 
I always feel like <laughs> this is going to sound so, so I feel like a different person every day. So, <laughs> Relatable. Relatable. Yeah. Yeah. My persona changes not only every day, but every minute. So I, um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I guess, I guess for this past week, um, I kind of feel like, hmm, I, I've been kind of feeling a little extra dry and sarcastic this week. So I've been feeling, I guess, Alphaba-esque, not to go back to Wicked. Love it. But yeah. 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 I, guess, I guess along the lines of Alphaba, because I have been feeling, it's so, it's very, very like cloudy and foggy here um, mm-hmm. this past week. And so I've been feeling the extra Halloween vibe and witchy vibe. And I've been like extra yes. dry yeah. and kind of like, ah, it's so gloomy out. And so yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess I would have to say Alphaba. Yeah. I love it. Uh-huh. I love it. Yeah. We yes. Love that. Thank yes. you for sharing your character of the week. Yes. On the thank spot. you. Well, thank you so much wow, for so much. being on the show. We so oh, appreciate thank it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yes. <laughs> and go watch, seriously, go watch yes. the movie musical now streaming on Netflix.